Get ready to rev up your driving experience at Toys and Ford, your ultimate destination for top-notch vehicles and exceptional service. Whether you're in the market for a sleek new car, a rugged truck, or a versatile SUV, Toys and Ford has the ride that suits your style and needs. Toys and Ford's commitment to quality and customer satisfaction is unmatched. Experience the thrill of driving a Ford, backed by their dedicated team's expertise. Don't miss out on the best in automotive excellence. Visit Toys and Ford today or explore the their inventory at toysandford.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the All Aboard the Eau Claire Express podcast. I'm Dan Casper. Owner Craig Toyson is going to be joining me here in just a second. Just a couple of housekeeping notes here. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the All Aboard, the Eau Claire Express podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms like Apple and Spotify. And while you are there, give it a solid rating, a positive rating, and a good review so others can find the podcast. Owner Craig Toyson uh, joining us this morning. Long night last night uh, Long night, in, in yeah. lacrosse, but uh, thanks for stopping in and making some time for us. Oh, uh, my here this my pleasure. It's just nice to... To recap, talk a little bit of Express Baseball mm-hmm. and, and, and finish up the season. So, so obviously a little bit of a disappointing uh, end. Uh, you know, still don't overshadow. You know, it was a, it was a really fun season. I I posted on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, but this was the year that I think I've spent most at the ballpark watching all those Express games. I mean, it was just such a it was such a fun season. Uh, a good group of guys. Yeah. Uh, overall, I mean. Everything from from the front office. I mean, Sammy, you guys over there too. Mm-hmm. Especially, obviously, how you guys embraced a little six year old fan too <laughs> with Hudson over there. But I mean, it was just it was a it was a very memorable and, and, and fun season. Yeah, know? it really was. And I, I think that that does start with you know, we can say what we want about front office or whatever. But when the players are close, it sure makes life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And I've been fortunate the last two seasons that that we've been involved that there's been. Uh, really good locker room chemistry. And, yeah. and I know for Dale, it makes life a lot easier. And I know we really went through some struggles to start the second half of the season when we lost a lot of pitching and all of a sudden guys are, you know, being shuttled in to fill in. And then, you know, we, we kind of found our group at the end of the year there. But I know it was a stressful season for, for Dale and Vic and, and for Shane, our, our coaching staff. But uh, when we got through that stretch and, and really kind of found our groove toward the end there, you could see them kind of re- rebuild some of that energy. Yep. And, and it just makes it so much easier to come to the I mean, Win or lose, we're going to be there to have a good time, and if we're mm-hmm. doing our job right, it, it doesn't seem to matter too much from what I've heard from other teams. Thankfully, we've won both years pretty well the, the right. years I've been here, but uh, it's it makes it makes it a lot more fun to come to the ballpark when the team's winning games. Yes, for sure. And I, you know, the, some of the images I have, you, you talk about that team, you're, the players, how they interact with with fans too. Like uh, again, I'll, I'll mention like DQ is Hudson's he's, favorite favorite well, player. You know. Yeah. I, it, Last night, like, at the end of the game, he came and gave me a big, big hug, and, and thanks, he's so awesome. Me. I mean, he's just yeah, yeah, he's just he lights up a room. That guy is just mm-hmm. awesome and, and high energy and great locker room guy, great teammate. And mm-hmm. um, he had some of his struggles this year, but uh, came through with some big, big hits and big situations. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, all time locker room guy. Yeah, I mean, I remember one game. He we were sitting in the fan deck, and he saw Hudson sitting over there, and he drops off some candy, and he sat there and talked to him for a few minutes yeah, there too. It's that's just, awesome. But yeah, I saw that with other players, mm-hmm. with, with other fans too, and that's. So cool heading down to, to Carson Park and seeing that with, with the players, with the Express players, how they interact with the yeah, fans. Yeah, and I think I think fan engagement is just a way to continue to grow the game, and, that, and that's mm-hmm. what we need. I, I think we really have gone through a generation where 
baseball got too long and it got too coast-based maybe that, that it was a lot of Yankees, a lot of mm-hmm. you know, Dodgers. And I, I think it's nice to see, uh, you know, the Brewers doing well, the Twins have done well other than the last two seasons. Now we're back in <laughs> it a little bit. Yep. But, uh, and then at this level where we can really engage fans and help grow the game in the, in the Chippewa Valley, I think is really an awesome mm-hmm. thing. And I think, you know, you talked about, you know, the shuffling of the rosters. That's got to be such kind of a, a stressful thing. And, you know, when you took, take a look at the Northwoods League and see all these teams, you know, because you have players coming in and out, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have a set roster. It's something that you have to almost manage, it seems like, every day or every week uh, at yeah. this point. Yeah. And, and you know, we lost uh, Caden Gallison, uh, center field, had to get back to school to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so he left at the season finale before the playoffs even started. And then uh, talked with Ben and uh, Dan Kapenke, the owners of the loggers, who are good friends of ours. Uh, they lost their closer after game one of the playoffs last night, and, or two nights ago, and uh, we were not sorry to not see him last <laughs> night because he was really good, and he shot, mm-hmm. it, you know, did a nice job on closing the door in a really tight game that uh, um, wasn't a huge crowd, but man, the crowd that was there was really loud and really vocal, and it was a, uh, it was definitely a playoff atmosphere. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know a lot of talented players. We had Dale on last week, and we were kind of talking about, you know. He was talking about some of these players and, you know, like Major League, and I know we had the draft, you know, and former Express players coming through. Mm-hmm. But, you know, seeing some of these guys, especially like offense and then, you know, the, with the hitting, you could see some future talents with, with a lot of these guys that were on the Express team this year. Yeah, unfortunately our, our bats kind of slowed down at the end of the year here, but there's there's a lot of pro talent that I see in this team. Mm-hmm. And the, the last couple of years it had been a little bit more pitching that have they've gotten some, some of the eyes. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, I think we, we really saw some guys are going to get an opportunity uh, – you know, one of my favorites, Reed Latimer, is transferring yep. to uh, Alabama-Birmingham next year. I'm excited for that possibility for him because D2 guys just do struggle to get looked at in the draft. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, him moving up to the D1 level will be a good thing for him. Uh, the word is definitely out this year, do not run on Reed Latimer because it just didn't happen as much. And yeah. he showed it off last night that uh, made a play deep into right field and threw it back in a second. The guys didn't try and take the extra base because they knew – what kind of a cannon he has. And mm-hmm. uh, Dylan O'Connell, local guy, had a great year. I, I have high expectations for him at Western Kentucky. Uh, I think uh, Marcus Klein, also from right here in Fall Creek, is, is going to do some great things at Fall mm-hmm. Creek, or at uh, Tulane, I should say. Uh, Cannon Ross, our catcher, was just phenomenal he was awesome. this year. Yeah. I mean, high energy guy. I mean, he was the beer batter last night in lacrosse, <laughs> which we just kind of laughed like, well, that's not going to happen because he doesn't strike out very much. And he actually did strike out one time, but <laughs> his first at bat, you know, they got the beer batter music going because we all copy each other. We've got, they've got beer batter down there too. And, uh, he hits one to right field, and he comes back into first base, and he yells in the dugout, "No beer for anybody!" And <laughs> you could just see the, you know, our fan base got real revved up because we had, you know, probably sixty, seventy people there from from mm-hmm. the Express uh, fan base and interns and host family stuff there. So uh, fun to all be together for one mm-hmm. last time and, and cheer them on and, and be there to, to greet the players as they come off the field, thank them and uh, thank the host families, and just you know. You're right, because yeah. as soon as you said that with the the games I've been to, I, I I can picture how many times he just gets revved up and the, the excitement that he brings <laughs> high, to yeah, it. It's, high energy, high character. It's so guy. awesome. I just love him. Yeah, he, he's uh, he's a, he's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned the host families too. I mean, you know, I know you guys had like a picnic uh, for for the other day for that, but and you were a host fan. Yeah, uh, we, families we hosted, this year too. Uh, yeah, so. Ryan Nagelbach lived with us, and great kid. Uh, I I another guy I think should have pro aspirations playing mm-hmm. at uh, Illinois Chicago and. Mm-hmm. Uh, versatile infielder play short second first um he, he's uh got a lot of skill and uh hitting the shoulder with a fastball there night and still came back and played with mm-hmm. i mean you could see the stitches on his shoulder so uh tough kid yeah a versatile ball player there's always always a spot for a guy like that would you say though like for for the host families they're kind of the uh maybe overlooked or underappreciated part of the of this whole the, thing this league does not exist without the host families there's just mm-hmm. no way it happens and um i've got 
uh, family members of mine that uh, of my wife's that that do billet hosting for uh, the steel too, mm. and, and yeah. just those leagues don't exist without those opportunities. And and you know we still got to remember they're still kids, and, and to to open up your home to them and and let them know that they they've got a safe place to be and, yep. and, and a comfortable environment where they can just be themselves is so important. And uh, I, I see the way these host families take them in and the way they care. And, you know, it's a, a kid two months ago they didn't know about, and then there's tears as they're leaving. And, uh, you know, I, I know some guys are on the road today and, and mm-hmm. host families are dreading it because it's, it's, it really becomes a member of your family really quickly and in yeah. short order. So Yeah, definitely. Uh, so big shout-out, big thank you to all the host families oh, yeah, out there. And like you mentioned, too, with the roster shuffling, too, you know, bringing in players and leaving players, too, it's yeah. it's kind of nonstop. Yeah, uh, we had, we ended with one, but we we had a total of three. We had Jason Crow caught for us at the beginning of the year before. Um, um, well, then Cole Kahn came in who, and actually lived with us too. So, and Cole Cole left when he got drafted, so that was kind of crazy to to have mm-hmm. that experience and, and go on. And we're excited to go watch him play uh, down at spring break when when he's with the A's because we 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 go right down there. So we'll be down mm-hmm. there bothering. We said we're going to show up with big fat heads and embarrass the hell out of him. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. So it, it, it's yeah, it's it's a shuffle and. and mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you don't get to have those nice goodbyes the way you want, but uh, mm-hmm. that's that comes with the gig. And like I said, if you see a host family member, be sure to thank him because the Express would not exist without him. Absolutely. You know, kind of recapping, I, I know it's, it's still kind of fresh here, um, but, you know, looking at uh, some of the stuff that you did new at the ballpark at Carson Park, you know, you got the new, uh, I call it the swag building, uh, <laughs> the setup over there. You know, you did, you did the mobile ordering, and, I mean, you guys did a bunch of new stuff at, at the ballpark. I know it's kind of still fresh and, and everything, but overall, how would you say everything and some of your new stuff went about uh, the, yeah, this I, year? Yeah, I think the new stuff we introduced went well. Um, there's still challenges. We've got we've mm-hmm. got to figure some things out. Uh, this, the new swag building, as you, as you call it. Uh, <laughs> We call it the Express Pro Shop, yeah. but yeah, the, the swag building was uh, was uh, w- went over really well, and I mm-hmm. think we saw definitely that apparel sales went up this year. I saw uh, a lot of the blue sweatshirts, and yep. I think that's really opened our eyes to what's available as, as far as selling merchandise and and you know help make this team financially more right. strong. And uh, I, I think you'll see us continue to make some changes in terms of what we look like and what we wear and mm-hmm. uh, going into the future, but. You know the apparel stuff went really well. We we experimented with different colors and just different looks, and you know mm-hmm. uh, some stuff was definitely you know the 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 women tended to like more, and sometimes stuff the guys tended to like more. And some of them was really a unisex. We had baby blue sweatshirts this year yep. with that throwback logo on it, and I've seen I mean really fifty fifty in terms of men women wearing that sweatshirt. The players all loved them. Yep. Uh, the players loved the retro jerseys we did with Midwest Family, and that was really a, a huge hit. So I think we're We'll probably, you know, do some work down that avenue again in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catch Mobile is, is is a learning curve, and and you know I think concessions are always going to be a challenge in a building that was built in 1938. Right. But we're excited about those potentials in the future, and there's still a lot we want to get done. I I think we we can still look around and see the warts and the things that we want to fix. But uh, you know I think we're going to take a moment, celebrate the victories, and then mm-hmm. we got a long off season to say all right. Here's the issues we got to dig into. Let's get this stuff done. Right. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we got a text uh, from Mark. Uh, congrats to Craig and, uh, and and everyone on a great season, and thanks from our Legion program for being a great host for us at the park from Mark Fauna. That's so, awesome to hear. Yeah, Mark, they had a great year. I mean, I, was, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you know this, but but uh, to go to the to convince Dale to go to the All Star game, I had to get an RV. So so oh. it was my my wife, my oldest son, my youngest one, smartly stayed home. Uh, the three of us. 
Dale and Jen Varsho, and then Vic and Pam Cable, and then Sammy. We we all rode an RV together. I did not know the RV Oh, yeah. This, we probably should have filmed this and made this into a reality I was show because it would have been something. Uh, basically, it's me driving for nine hours to Bismarck, and, and Dale talking for about a half hour. So, you know, that whole stretch. But, um, we, so, but anyway, uh, Dale's son, v, uh, CJ, plays with Mark's Legion team, mm-hmm. and, and they were just into the, the Michigan games. I don't know what the next level was called then, but they were in the Michigan games. So we were... Uh, watching that on phones and all kind of talking about the games that went on. and mm-hmm. uh, Great to see the success that some of the, the high school level teams have yeah. had around here. And I think you look at the talent level we've got here and the guys that made an impact in the Express this year, and uh, it's exciting to see where the baseball is going. And mm-hmm. It's thanks to guys like Mark that have gotten this far. And it's great to see that connection, too, like with the Express, with the Legion, you know, that, that community, you know, that baseball community to see everybody it's a brotherhood, together. Yeah, yeah exactly. I know... You know, we got the the Eau Claire A's are at uh, Jamestown, New York right now. Uh, they're two and one. But you know, even from the little leagues, I know you coach little league mm-hmm. and and younger baseball over there too. It's just great to see kind of everybody on the same team, like you said, a brotherhood yeah. at that point. Well, and it, it it does have a fun nonprofit feel to it. I'd say where mm-hmm. uh, all these teams can come in and you know we 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 can allow groups to fundraise. So that 15 U A's team was actually at the ballpark about a week ago, mm-hmm. hawking in the stands, you know, selling. Uh, food and, and beverage and stuff to to raise money for their trip and then yep. you know we had so many teams out for the youth team of the night and we we're able to add one team because of the playoff game which is which is great so i mean it's just it's great to be able to be a, a part of an organization that allows these groups to fundraise mm-hmm. that can bring these experience to kids and uh it's just it's a rewarding thing even if we you know i had, is my mood is good when we lose a game absolutely not but when i see kids gathered around uh getting autographs from players yeah. and players you know handing out those out and, and mm-hmm. high fives and taking pictures and smiling and it's it's a rewarding way to end your night that's for yeah sure. that's the one you now that you mentioned that yeah the kids seeing them lined up on the on the exit for like the yeah. dugouts and all mm-hmm. that you know it's just like that because you know it's 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 all about the kids right yeah it's it's making those impressions and those memories yep. uh to absolutely. there absolutely uh got another text here this is from uh josh saying Big thanks to the Express for a memorable season this year. Congrats uh, to Craig and the entire uh, group over there. It was a lot of fun at the ballpark because of you guys this year. So. I, I appreciate that. That's that's uh, that's great to hear. Obviously, we are uh, on, on game days. We are a very small portion of, mm-hmm. of, of the success of it, but uh, it, it's a fun gig where I can. Uh, just basically walk around, shake hands, kiss babies, and I've always got an excuse to end a conversation because if we're doing a pour, I say, "Well, I got to move on. This is not working." Or I, the half inning ends, I'm like, "Well, I better keep on my rounds here." So uh, it, it's really a perfect way to drop in conversations real quick. Thank people for coming. Uh, it's a great way to catch up. And uh, I've got some natural introvertedness to me. I got some natural extrovertedness to me. It just depends on the situation. And mm-hmm. this is one where it's a lot of fun to to come and see yeah. people and take. And everyone's always in a good mood at the ballpark. So absolutely, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's a fun, rewarding gig. I gotta thank you too because uh, the conversation I had with with Tom Polkett last week. I know you were the one that kind of yeah. spearheaded that. Yeah, and we were kind of done afterwards. Like that could have went for three hours. You yeah, know, probably just just talking with Tom and, and the history and his knowledge yeah. that coming through everything from his playing days, but then you know his coaching, hitting coaching, you know philosophy and all that. I mean, yeah. Holy well, moly! And, and, he's and a hum- he did his homework guy. on me. Oh yeah, he yeah. found out all I from Medford, that, yeah. and that's his dad was from like. Wow. Okay. There yeah. you go. So yeah, he's he's just been a lot of fun to get to know, and you know what I love to bug him on because it was more my eras. You know, he was the hitting coach for the the Royals and and Double A uh, with uh, their their organization with the Omaha Chasers mm-hmm. and Triple A. He was with a, was a manager for him. So I mean, he worked with Johnny Damon and Carlos Beltran and Joe Randa and Jermaine Dye. I mean, a lot of these. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the Royals had some significant talent come through yeah. that stretch and. 
Um, you know, he's talked about the, the difference he made in Jermaine Dye's career and of Jermaine Dye was doing the wrong some wrong footwork while he was swinging that he fixed that and you look at the career that that guy went on to and the big plays he was a part mm-hmm. of with the White Sox and the A's and um, yeah, I mean he, he just really yeah. gets hitting and uh, you know played with some all timers with George just, Brett and yeah. Frank White and I loved how Tom he just kind of casually and, mentioned he's like you know Ted Williams was hitting you yeah. know balls and I'm like <laughs> yeah. But that's Ted Williams. Yeah. He just casually mentioning, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, he was hitting me some balls in the outfielder. But to, you know, imagine playing in like Fenway and, and Yankee Stadium yeah. and all that. I mean, that's a kid's so he's, dream. Yeah, he's playing in Fenway, uh, uh, Fenway Park there, and he's got Yaz on one side, and he's got you know Freddie Lynn in center field there. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got just all timers there. It's just, yeah, and, and yeah, Don's never managing him in one team. Right. Whitey Herzog in another. I mean, it's just it's. Amazing stories you can just tell for hours and hours and exactly. hours. Exactly. So, yeah. so I, I mean, we're, we 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 kind of ended saying, yeah, we're going to do this again because <laughs> there's still so much more to, to tap into. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, big thanks to you guys for honoring him too uh, at the ballpark for Bobblehead Night the other night. It was fun to get him out there, and I mm-hmm. I, I just want to make sure people realize, uh, especially the kids, it's like you you can be from Eau Claire, Wisconsin, yes. and make Major League Baseball if you've got the skill, if you put it together, if you you know put it on tape. They'll find you, and that like, drive and that passion. You. Yeah, yep. if, if you got the skill, they'll find you. So. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and I know he talked about too. You know that drive and passion. That's mm-hmm. what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And you know he talked about you know some of the guys he coached. You know maybe didn't have that passion. They were great, but you know it was that what was inside them. Yep. Uh, sort of thing. And I yep. just thought I just I loved that quote that, yeah. that he was talking about that. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, awesome. Uh, yeah, it, he was a lot of fun. So big thanks uh, to you for that. So, all right, I, I know it's kind of still fresh and, and all that, but two years in now, man, you've had pl- teams go to the postseason here. Yeah, I know. After the first year, Dale said, "Don't get used to this, or you're spoiled, <laughs> or something like that." Well, now it's two years. You've and when I, and the I, I told him so. back, uh, it's uh, it's on him now because now the yeah. pressure's on him. Because now I expect it every year, right? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, actually, talking to Ben and Dan Kapinki, the owners of Lacrosse Loggers, and, they, and they've been with the team 21 years. They, I mean, they're they're mm-hmm. they're uh, you know. They're the Rooney family or the the Mara family right. of, of, of the Northwoods League. Uh, they said, you know, soak it in because it doesn't happen. And, and it, they, I think in 2020 when they expressed it in play, they were, uh, you know, in the pod playoffs, that which was a really weird year. But before that, it had been a while. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, you want to make sure you enjoy those experiences and take them in. And, you know, last year's team was 28-8 and eight at home, which is just an absurd record. And mm-hmm. this year's team really wasn't much different in terms of what we got done at home and yeah. uh, won some games we – we should be really proud of and, yeah. and uh you know obviously would we like the playoffs to have gone differently absolutely but uh really proud of these guys and what they accomplished mm-hmm. and you know we, we that the first game was was really a heartbreaker because it was right there we had bases loaded in the seventh and uh strikeout looking and i i thought it was a bad call but that's baseball that's the way you know it's it's mm-hmm. we we'll always tell kids when we're coaching is if it's close enough that the umpire can call you out, don't let don't let the umpire be a part of that call. You know, go swing right. at it. So it is what it is. Um, ninth inning again, bases loaded, one out, down two to one, two strikeouts down the game. Just you know, yeah. credit to their closer. He came in and got it done, and uh, that that was that was a tough one. And then last night, uh, just a couple things didn't go our way. Uh, I thought Freddie looked pretty good on the mound, but uh, two out walk, and that turned into four runs. And mm-hmm. we had him one two in a two out walk, and uh, uh, it just kind of you know ballooned out of control from there and then mm-hmm. Daniel Rosado came in and pitched absolute lights out after that and then uh, Caleb Moe came in finished the game no run so pitching staff sure gave us opportunities uh, we can say we want about pitching but they sure gave us opportunities to win that series and be a part of it and uh, the bats just weren't alive that time but the bats had carried us the rest of the year so mm-hmm. it's it, baseball just as much as any other uh, team sport it's 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 a team sport and it's a game of inches and 50-50 calls that 
you just got to try and get that extra one percent. So it's a fifty-one forty-nine call, and it just didn't didn't go our way. And yeah. uh, a buddy of mine says. He says a little more appropriately, but he goes, baseball can be a stupid sport sometime, and that's, that's kind of an example <laughs> of it. So, uh, yeah, oh. it, it was a fun season, but uh, disappointing end, but doesn't mm-hmm. take away from the accomplishments this year and uh, the smiles that they put on people's faces throughout the season. Absolutely. So i got to ask, if you had to make a pick uh, with, with the rest of the postseason, which teams do you think could uh, – Maybe kind of keep make a deep run here and, and win this thing. Yeah, I, I was really surprised Wilmer got knocked off last night because they, they were in town to end the regular season with us, and they, they swept us there. Uh, we swept them in Wilmer early in the season, but they set a team record. They had 52 wins this year oh, you mm. know, from a 76-game six, schedule, and actually 70 would have been 72 because uh, uh the Mud Puppies. Oh, yeah. But um, that's a darn good baseball team, and, and they got swept out of the playoffs last night. I, I would have probably picked Wilmer. So St. Cloud Rocks are looking good. I'm, I'm going to pick great plans. I can't help it. I'm going to go with my, my, my guys, the loggers. I, mm-hmm. I, you you want to think the team that beats you is the best team, so I, I'm rooting for them because then we can say, well, we lost to the champions anyway. So right. That's the, the Timberwolves. We're going to hang that banner because we lost to the Nuggets <laughs> this year. So we can I like say, that. We can say we lo- at least lost to the champions. It might have been the eighth <laughs> seed and we lost in the first round, but yeah, they, it was the Nuggets. So that, That's awesome. Uh, a couple more texts before I let you go here because I want to pass these along. This is from uh, – this is, looks like it's from Adam – Saying congrats to the Express on a good season. It was a lot of fun at the ballpark this year. Can't wait for 2024. Uh, ben is saying uh, congratulations, uh, Craig, and to the rest of the Express on your season. Uh, and this is from Eric. Hey, guys, are we still going to get more Express podcast episodes? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, yeah I, I'd sure like yeah. to do them. I think we'll... Uh... You know, during the off season, there's not quite as much to talk mm-hmm. about. But as, as announcements come up, as as ideas come through, and uh, I I think you know, like, like you talked to Tom, you know, if there's old Express guys in the yep. area we can talk to, I think it'd be fun to see you know a, a look back on their career, mm-hmm. uh, what they're up to now, and and their experience because that was kind of a fun thing for us. Is uh, last year when we were just brand new, a couple of players who had played you know I don't know five six years before came up to Carson Park for a bachelor party. One one of them was getting married, and a bunch of the teammates came up and. Um, they said their team was awful that year. The chemistry was awful. It was a really <laughs> awful season. But uh, they both said it was the most fun they'd ever had in their entire lives was that summer. And I, I, I hope the guys who are playing now mm-hmm. have those same memories and take that as, you know, like the, it's a grind to be in the Northwoods League. It's yeah. 76 games, 72 games in, in 80-some days. And if you're fortunate enough to make the All-Star game, you lose that three-day break. And uh, and you're coming right off your college yeah, season yeah, too. Yeah, so like yeah. Uh, uh, Ryan lives with us, leaves today. He starts school on the 21st. I mean, it's just I and mean, he came right at the end of school up here. So yep. that was his summer. Was literally playing baseball every day. And and we can say that sounds great, but man, I, I sure couldn't be a fishing guide because I would get sick of that. I mean, he, right. even Disneyland gets old after a while. Right? Exactly. Um, but it'd be fun to check in with those guys, telling uh, those stories. Yeah, yeah, back in the day, yep. that would and, be really cool. Yeah, so I, I think we, we've got lots of possibilities for things to talk about here in the off season. Absolutely. Well, I think uh, I don't know if she's listening, but maybe the next big thing now is Sammy's wedding. She we get probably kind of focus yeah. Uh, yeah. on that now. I guess coming up here, so yep. <laughs> uh, big event there. So, but uh, Craig, thank you for everything this year. Appreciate uh, support from you guys too. Uh, awesome. I mean, you know, the we got the T-shirt hanging up right there. The the retro jerseys were so awesome. The ballpark, I mean, uh, I know I said it's on Twitter X, whatever they're, they're calling it these days. I'm going Twitter. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you guys got a lifelong fan and a six-year-old for how you guys, you know, with, with the kiddos over there too. Um, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, congratulations on a, another successful season, sir. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. You got it. That's going to do it for this episode of the All Aboard, the Eau Claire Express podcast. Thank you, Express fans, for an awesome wonderful season can't wait to get to 2024 
But don't forget, we're, we're still going to have some episodes throughout the year. So don't forget to follow and subscribe to the All Aboard, the Eau Claire Express podcast, so you never miss another episode. I'm Dan Casper. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you on the next episode of All Aboard, the Eau Claire Express podcast.